What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of King's Code Radio, the number one show for Christian businessmen and leaders that want to rule and reign in life as a king, a king unto the king of kings. I'm excited about this episode, and for those of you listening on iTunes and just via just audio, this is going to be one that you're going to want to listen to, but then you're also going to probably want to jump over to either kingscode.org and uh, make sure you click on the King's Code Radio tab to watch this or jump directly over to YouTube. And the reason being is because I have some visuals today. And I want to share something that has been a foundational key part in what is known as the King's Code. This is something that became so, so clear to me um, during a critical moment in my life. And I've shared part of that before. Um, But I want to share with you something that I think you are going to relate to. Often, uh, we as men, we are so stinking busy and bombarded with the pressures and stresses of work, of of creating a business, of then family, uh, marriage, our own health, um, our own ministry, different things like that. It can become overwhelming. Any one of those areas at some point in time can be overwhelming as well. But when you start adding on other elements, we, we tend to get stretched so thin that we end up snapping at some point in time. As an entrepreneur, often what I've found, and and maybe you can relate, is you're pouring so many hours into growing your business and, and establishing your dream. And you're doing it not just because it's your dream, but you're also doing it to provide for your family. So your wife can feel protected and provided for. So your kids can have a good growing up life and a future above and beyond that. But often, because of that, we devote a lot of time, a lot of hours, which then, in doing so, can create a distance between you and your wife. It can create a distance between you and your kids. It can also start to deteriorate your health due to late nights, early mornings, working all hours of the day and night. And your spiritual walk with God can also start to become stagnant because so much time is devoted to to growing your business. And there's this thought of, well, you just got to find balance. You just got to find balance. But the problem with a lot, a lot of that thought process is then it's, it's a teeter-totter thing where I have to give up one thing in order to do another. And so I'm going to give up that one thing. And this is common thinking. I need to give up that one thing and then focus a lot on this thing. And then eventually it'll start to even out again. And then maybe it'll go like this. Ultimately, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way to rule and reign in life as a king, and that's what we are doing, and that's what we are about. What I've found is often men will dive into work, sometimes to escape bad situations at home, but other times what we can do is the pressures and onslaught of of responsibilities and tasks, when that suddenly gets to be overwhelming for no matter what, what reason it is. And now your marriage is suffering a little bit because it's not, the intimacy between you and your wife is not there anymore. The intimacy between you and God is not there anymore. You've created a gap with your kids and your health is suffering, all these things. Men will tend to either completely shut down or they will turn to stupid things to numb the pain and the guilt and the shame that comes from devoting so much time to the business. 
when you combine then a bad marriage or whatever other reason is, that will ultimately uh, uh, cause usually a man to dive even deeper into work just to escape and to be able to tell himself the story of I'm doing this to provide. I'm doing this uh, uh, to make sure uh, my kids can go to college or whatever it may be. And we justify and we tell ourselves stories and avoid doing the things that we really ultimately need to do to get our life to where it needs to be. Can you relate to that? What I want to do is I want to share something with you that really has been foundational. And it's something I call the Q4. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up my uh, my keynote slide here. And hopefully you guys can see that well. There's a foundational principle that I've lived my life by for a really long time. And that is that I have a realm, that you have a realm. And in Genesis 1, 26 and 28, where God talks about uh, going out and being fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion, ultimately this is your domain. This is the dominion in which you have been given. It is the things that God has put in, in your charge. Now, let me, let me give you a little um, physical example of this. You're not going to let just anybody into your home, right? You're not going to let just anybody come in and start taking things out of your home, uh, um, dictating how you're supposed to live. You're not going to let someone come in and start beating up on your kids or your wife. You, you're saying, no, this is, this is my house. You don't get to be here. You don't get to do these things. It's my turf, right? That is the exact same thing. You have a realm. You have a turf. You have a domain. It is God-given. Physically, spiritually, financially, you have a realm. And if you don't understand this, you're really going to miss out on quite a few things in life. Now, we're not going to dive too heavy into this because I want to get into the actual Q4 of this. Um, but ultimately, you have a realm. You have a spiritual realm. You have a spiritual domain where you're not going to let the devil come into your home either. Those unseen demonic forces, you're not going to let them into your home to wreak havoc on your marriage and your kids. You're not going to let the devil come in and, and cause chaos and, and, and dry up provision for your business, are you? Now, I get it. I get it. This is not typical thinking. And we're kind of going a little deep, a little fast, but you got to stick with me here. I understand that this is not typical thinking. In fact, I just had a conversation uh, this past week at a Bible study I do for uh, a CEO, a CMO, I'm sorry, a CFO and uh, an investor. And so me and these three guys, uh, we, we get together and we have a Bible study once a week. And we got on the topic of spiritual authority. And I brought up this topic of you having a domain, you have a realm, and you are to make sure that the enemy does not create creep in. And we talk, discussed that it's so different. It's not a normal way of thinking, but yet we understand as believers that we are in a real war. And just like the enemy that is after your soul, and it's after your kids, and it's after your spouse, it's also after your business. It's also after a lot of different things to sow lies and deceits and distractions to cause you to get focus off of the enemy and what the enemy's doing and really just try to numb ourselves to the pain which takes us out of the battle and then he creeps in. That's a whole other topic as well. But ultimately, you got to understand that you have a realm. And it is your job to manage and rule and reign in that realm as a king. 
Now, this is where we go, okay, that sounds great in theory. How does that actually work? Well, it was during the time, the bad period in my life, where I understood spiritually the concept of having a realm. I, I mean, I named my company Rule Your Realm, uh, and you can check it out, ruleyourrealm.com. But that's been my, my name of my company for years because I understood that you have a realm. <laughs> and so I've been, I've been living that out for years. But here was the key thing. I understand that we tend to compartmentalize different areas of our life, right? So if if we go, okay, how do I rule my realm as a king, a king under the king of kings? The, the things that God has put me in charge of, whether it's in my family or in business, whatever it is, how do I rule? How do I manage that? Especially in the unseen things, how do I do that? Well, I'm going to try to break this down for simplicity's sake into four primary categories or four what I call quadrants of your life. Now for those of you that are really analytical or, or um, the engineers out there, please know that yes, you could break these down into subcategories and create a whole bunch of different categories in all of this. I get it. But for simplicity's sake in this, in this uh, show right here, I'm going to break it up into four. And this is known as the Q4. So when I was going through this hard time, I understood that, that there was a realm. I understood that. I understood physically, financially, spiritually, there was a realm. But when things went down in my marriage, I went into, I got to protect my kids. So I understood I got to protect my kids. They're part of my realm, part of my turf. But then when I was like, God just opened my eyes to a lot of different things and I saw things a little bit differently and how this all plays a factor in the bigger picture. So let's dive in. The Q4. And the Q4 is known as the four quadrants. I call it the Q4 simply because 4Q just doesn't sound as good. So Q4 is the four quadrants. Now these four quadrants, take your realm, we're breaking them up into four primary quadrants. In your first quadrant, it is going to be your faith quadrant. This is where, oh, uh, let me back up. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm pressing wrong buttons here. Here we go. You have your, your faith quadrant. Let me back up. There we go. You have your family quadrant. And we're going to discuss what goes into these in just a second. Third quadrant is your production quadrant. This is where your money, finances, business, all of that, because you're producing in the marketplace. So that is your production quadrant. And lastly, it is your health quadrant. And uh, I got a funny story I'll share with that. And actually, I shared it recently on, actually, it was the last episode on uh, the green drink. But uh, that fits in the health quadrant. So let's dive in a little bit deeper here. So let, let's examine the faith quadrant and what actually that entails. So your faith quadrant is ultimately your spiritual life, your faith, your walk with God. That involves prayer, Bible reading, journaling, going to church, your sole purpose, or uh, also known as your calling, why God has put you on this earth. What is that thing that you are moving forward in? And maybe there's other things that you can think of. But this is the quadrant, and ultimately your spiritual quadrant covers all the other quadrants, and, and I'll explain it more in just a little bit. But you need to understand something. If you are not putting in the time to maintain and protect and produce and ultimately do what we call the Eden strategy, which we covered a few episodes ago, inside of this quadrant, your faith and your walk with God starts to become stagnant. And your love for God starts to dry up a little bit. And your, your drive 
and your zeal for the Lord and the, the drive of waking up early and spending time with Him just starts to wait a little bit. And that's not good because that can affect the other areas of your quadrant. Now, before we dive into that, let's talk about your family quadrant. Your family quadrant consists of your spouse, your queen, right? Your queen, your kids, also your parents, your siblings, close friends, and even mentors. It, in this quadrant, this is the people that are close to you, the people that you love and care about, and you know that God has brought them into your life for a purpose. That is what makes up your family quadrant. Now we go into the production quadrant. Now this one, there's a long list and there could be a doubly long list, but this involves your business. This is the production of in the marketplace, what bringing home the bacon. So it's your business, your money, projects, marketing, branding, sales, automation, client fulfillment. It also involves insurance, bank accounts, tax and accounting, tax strategies, skill sets, all the things that you bring to the table or that is a must in order you to continue to produce in the marketplace. That is your production quadrant and your health quadrant. Now, this is where I kind of brought up a story when uh, it was King Camp 2018 when I brought up the green drink uh, with a group of men and they, they made fun of me and they uh, <laughs> they, they were making jokes about Mountain Dew being the green drink. But as I explained the importance of making sure that your body is weaponized and, and, and this, this isn't about a fitness competition. This isn't about going and competing on stage. Now, if that's what you're doing, great, but that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is making sure that you are taking care of your body and fueling your body so you can wake up and produce, wake up and be productive, wake up and produce much fruit in every quadrant in your realm. And one of the ways of doing that was your green drink. It's making sure you get the proper sleep. It's making sure that you drink enough water in the day. It's making sure you don't, you're not putting crap in your body, which causes you to actually slow down and not produce. This is about fueling your body to produce much fruit. Now, when you start to put all of this uh, together now, you start to realize that your, your inside of your realm, the four quadrants, the Q4, technically all touch. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, I teach, um, you know, because we compartmentalize, we, we shouldn't, uh, uh, we shouldn't put up walls. We shouldn't have the boxes. Um, we need to break down those walls and allow God to be a part of it all. But again, just for you to grasp this, that's why I have actually have them in boxes, <laughs> but you need to understand that because they're in quadrants or these boxes, it does not mean they don't touch. It does not mean they're not connected because they very much are. Think about this. You have your faith quadrant, you got your family quadrant, you got your production quadrant, and you've got your health quadrant. What if your walk with God is not going so good? You're not producing the fruit of the Spirit. So you're not having the love, joy, peace, patience, all the things that you need, right? Will that affect your walk with your queen? Will that affect the intimacy with your queen? Probably. Will that affect how your kids feel about you because all they feel is maybe anger, frustration, or you just, you're just you numb and you've checked out? Yeah, because, all because you're not where you need to be with God. 
And really, if we just stayed on just that faith quadrant and, and examine the other other uh, two quadrants, we haven't, you know, we got family, okay, health, production. If I'm not walking close with the Lord, will the, all three of my quadrants, will the health, will the production, will the family suffer? And I believe the answer is yes. And anyone that's real and honest would admit the exact same thing. Now, you could turn it the other way. If I'm not connecting with my queen, if I don't feel like I am connected with my wife, and if I don't feel like she supports me, or let's say we just got in an argument, is that going to affect my production quadrant? Yes. Yes, it is. It's actually been statistically proven that men that are connected with their wives are actually more productive in the workplace because they feel empowered. They feel focused. They feel, I, I got my queen backing me up. And I'm going to go out and take land and produce much fruit and, and bring home the bacon. And the same is with your health. If, if you're not taking care of your health, it will affect the energy levels that you have for producing in your production quadrant. It will affect the, the time that you're putting into uh, uh, time with God because maybe you're so full up with sugar and crap, you can't stay awake long enough to even read your Bible. Or get up early enough to spend time with God. Let alone, maybe it causes you to be sick and you're missing out and it causes you to, to not be able to connect with your spouse, not be able to connect with your kids, not be able to go out and do the fun things because you're suffering physically. So now you can see they all touch. And if you leave a quadrant out, you are doing yourself a massive disfavor and disservice. Because th those four things, those four quadrants inside of your realm, they all touch and they're all important. And if one's suffering, it can start to affect the other areas. And I could go deeper and I could tell you and give you more stories and examples of that, but I think you got it. Now, here's what I, I want to do, because this is so foundational. And when I really grabbed a hold of this and I went, of course, um, uh, you may have heard some of the stories about when when things were really bad in the marriage side, and God finally just kind of gave me this this download of of what my marriage was supposed to be like. Um, it brought a new emphasis on the family quadrant because I had spent all my time trying to protect my kids. I wasn't spending any time to produce with my spouse to produce. Um, uh, not just intimacy, but just quality because we were so much on separate pages and we're always going the opposite directions, which affected other areas inside of my realm. Okay. So here's, here's what I want to do. I'm not just going to tell you this and say, all right, see you later. Now what we got to do, because I'm all about asking questions, because when you ask questions, it brings clarity. We need to uh, uh, scrap and destroy the lies and the stories that we have been telling ourselves to justify why we're not focused on all of the Q4. We, we've got to. So in this now, what we got to do is ask ourselves a couple questions. And here is the questions. What are the conditions of my quadrants? What is the condition of each of my quadrants? And now, again, this is, this is between you, you and you, you and God. And no one else is looking at this. No one else has seen your answer. But what is the condition of each one of your quadrants? If you were really honest, I'm not saying what you want it to be or what you desire it to be or the story you've been telling yourself. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is 
What is the current condition of your faith quadrant? Are you walking close with God, in the intimacy with God, in the cool of the day with God? Are you abiding with the Lord, as John 15 talks about? Are you remaining in Him? If you're not, well, then maybe that quadrant's not doing so good. Am I in the Word? Am I reading the Word? Am I praying? Am I getting up early? Am I first-fruiting the moments of my day to God or not? Or am I happy with my 60 seconds with God devotional? Look be you. <laughs> because what you feed will flourish. As, uh, what is it, Danny Johnson says, what you feed will flourish and what you neglect will die. So if you neglect your walk with God, your spiritual life will shrivel up. Just like, I, well, I, I'm not going to reach for it now, but I got like a, um, uh, what kind of plant is that? It's a... Um, uh, an aloe, an aloe plant thingy um, on on my desk over there. If I don't water that, now it's nice because it doesn't need a lot of water. Uh, but if I don't, if I neglect that completely and I don't ever give it water, guess what's going to happen? It's going to die. Duh. You know, no, there's nothing new there. But we've got to be able to understand that it works the exact same way in our Q4. So after you've answered the questions of what is the reality if I'm giving myself a reality check, what is the reality of my family quadrant? Am I actually really spending time and producing fruit with my kids, with my spouse, with loved ones? Or have I neglected them because I'm telling myself a story to justify why I need to do this other thing? For years, I'm gonna tell I'm, I'm honest with you guys. For years, when there was family events, man, I just wanted to check out because I I knew all the stuff that I needed to get done. So I would go in, in, in the back room and I'd start working. I'd start getting stuff done. I would avoid that stuff, the family stuff with, with relatives and so forth because I just to me it wasn't fun. And so I'm like, hey, I got something else to do. Well, that is not producing much fruit, is it? So then we, as we're being honest with each one of the Q4, now we have to ask ourselves, what choices have I made that's got me here? The current condition of each one of my quadrants, if I step up and I take responsibility and I don't blame my spouse, I don't blame my kids, I don't blame bad customers and clients, I don't blame situations and circumstances around me, but I take responsibility and say, what actions have I taken or not taken that has gotten me the current results of each one of my quadrants? And I understand, sometimes it's not fun answering these questions. I, I, I totally, totally get that. But until we're willing to embrace the truth and destroy those lies and destroy those stupid stories that we tell ourselves to justify the lack of production in each one of our, our quadrants, until we're ready to do that, we're never going to get true freedom. We're really, truly never going to really reign, rule and reign as a king because we're going to be too busy being distracted and numbing ourselves from the stupid pain of the stupid lies and the stupid things all around because we just did not stand up and take responsibility and say, you know what? I'm going to dig my heels in deeper. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to live by the code. King's code. Okay, so what choice have made? So ask yourself. What choices have I made that's gotten me the current results right now? And lastly, here we go. What stories have I been telling myself to justify neglecting these areas within my realm? I'm going to I'm going to stop there. There's definitely more 
to this and we dive way deep into this inside of the King's Code Challenge and inside of the King's Code uh, um, community there, ultimately what I want to get across in this in this episode is it, it's just to get you to start thinking a little bit different. It's to get you to start thinking about, yeah, I really do have a realm. And because, and, and think about this, those of you that has, have listened or that's partaken in any of the training about the Eden strategy, about producing, maintaining, and protecting, can you see how those three things fit inside of the Q4 every day? How am I producing inside of my quadrants? How am I maintaining inside of those quadrants? And how am I protecting each one of those quadrants? Because if I'm not protecting it and I'm not maintaining it, there's a good chance it's going to shrivel up and die or it's going to be taken from. The enemy is going to come in physically or spiritually. Something's going to happen because I'm not on alert mode. I'm not, I'm not protecting like I should be. So guys, I hope this makes sense to you, and I hope that you can take this part. And, and we're starting out. This is just this is just the 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 tip of the iceberg. It really is, but it has to start here. If you're not willing to embrace this, you're not going to embrace the other elements that you need in order to start ruling and reigning in life. Now, when you start to understand how how does this apply to each area of my life each day? How do I make sure that, okay, I, I, I make sure I'm producing in this area? How do I make sure each day uh, I'm, made, I'm, I'm producing fruit inside of my marriage, inside of with my kids? How am I producing much fruit inside of my health? Am I having the green Am I making sure that I have enough sleep at night? Am I am I turning off the stupid TV long enough where I can actually go to sleep early so I can get the sleep that I need so I can wake up and produce? Am I waking up early enough to be able to have that time with God so I can be focused and on fire, driven by purpose throughout the whole day, having direction and wisdom and, and discernment that He has given me? Because I did not start my day in reactive mode. I started it with God. Oh man, being able to counsel with the king of kings, what an awesome privilege we have as Christian entrepreneurs, as Christian men. And, and, how, and when you start thinking of it like that, how dumb is it for us not to take advantage of being able to go before the creator of the universe and get insight and wisdom and direction? So this is part of the king's code. This is part of the movement of the men inside of the King's Coat. We're living and taking our Q4 very seriously. Now, we'll talk more about this in future episodes, but I wanted to lay this foundation to get you to start thinking differently because once you do, it really starts to change everything. So if this has been uh, of interest to you, if this has hit home with you, if this is somehow connected with you, I'm encouraging you guys, take the next step Join us inside of the King's Code Challenge, 21 days of awesomeness. And this is just an example, a small example of the things that we tackle, the things that we train, and the things that we equip you with to be able to start to rule and reign as a king unto the King of Kings. So check it out, kingscodechallenge.com. Also, be sure to check out kingscode.org for all the resources that we have. Guys, I appreciate you. I hope that this has been an encouragement of seeing things differently. And I highly, highly recommend and encourage you guys to take the time, ask yourself these questions, be honest with yourself, and make sure that you're taking this seriously. 
and don't allow those stupid distractions, stupid lies, and stories to get in the way any longer. All right, guys, until next time, God bless. This is Paul Cooley with King's Code Radio. I'll see you in the next episode.